for the reading of God's Word. Very familiar scripture tonight. And the Bible says, And Saul, yet breathing out threatenings and slaughter against the disciples of the Lord, went unto the high priest and desired of him letters to Damascus to the synagogues, that if he found any of this way, whether they were men or women, that he might bring them bound unto Jerusalem. And he journeyed and came near Damascus, and suddenly there shined round him a light from heaven. And he fell to the earth and heard a voice saying unto him, Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? And he said, Who art thou, Lord? Now I want you to understand something before we go on. Saul said, Who art thou, Lord? He knew who it was. And the Lord said, I am Jesus, whom thou persecutest. It is hard for thee to kick against the pricks. And he, trembling and astonished, said, Lord, what wilt thou have me to do? And the Lord said unto him, Arise, and go into that city, and it shall be told thee, what thou must do. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the privilege, Lord, to come into thy house. Lord, I pray that you'd look over each and every one here tonight, Lord, whether they're listening in or present. Lord, we're just so thankful, Lord God, that you gave us a second chance. Lord, we're so thankful, Lord, that we can look forward to seeing you one day on the streets of gold. Lord, I pray that you'd go with us tonight and help us, Lord God, I pray in Jesus' name, amen and amen. As I preached on this morning, one more chance, I'd like to thank tonight, thank God for second chances. I'd like us to think on that for just a couple of minutes and I was talking to a boy this evening that I went to school with and this is kindly how I got the message tonight. I was talking to him this evening and I want you to, I want to give a little background information on him. When I went to school with him he was nothing but a heathen, amen. He would go around and I mean you couldn't get a word in. I mean he was all the time getting into trouble and come to find out when he graduated high school with me he he ended up going to jail and he ended up in jail for quite a while and he said that he had just got out and he said but while I was in jail I thank God that he gave me a second chance see he said you know at the end of the day I realized that God should have just sent me on to hell he should have just got rid of me but thank God he loved me enough that he saved me and made me his own and I begin to think about that today and how that is so true in my life especially. I thank God that he gave me a second chance at life. See I'm going to tell you I remember one night that I was sitting in the house of God and God come by me and I realized that I was in my sin. I realized that I needed something more than what the world could give me. Thank God and I'm going to tell you what. He gave me a second chance at life and here we've got a man named Paul and here Paul stands. He persecuted the church. We would look at him and we would say that we, Paul had no hope to ever be saved but I'm going to tell you what God looked down at him and God loved him so much that he, God saved him thank God and put him on the road and thank God I'm going to tell you what his whole life he preached the word of God his whole life he was standing in front of people even though they hated him even though they despised him even though they thought at the end of the day he shouldn't be preaching there he stood because God gave him a second chance. Hey man, I'm going to tell you what God gave me a second chance. He gave me a second chance at life. 
Amen. He knew before his son Jesus Christ came, he knew I could never walk right. He knew I could never be saved. And yet he loved me so much that he sent his only son to the cross of Calvary to die for me. He loved me that much. He knew that I'd fail him daily. He knew that I'd come up short. He knew at the end of the day I would go down a road that I shouldn't have been on. But yet he still loved me. And he knew me. Glory to God, He knew me. He knew who I was. It wasn't no secret, amen. Thank God He knew exactly who I was. He knew exactly where I'd been. And thank God He still gave me a second chance. Amen. And you know what I find here? People were scared of Paul. People were scared of him. I mean, who wouldn't be? I mean, he went around uh, getting letters from the synagogues of people that went there and worshipped Jesus Christ. He went in there and got all those so he could go out and find them and bring them in. Kill them, beat them, do whatever it had to take. But yet God looked at him and he saw a vessel that could be used. God looked down at Paul and he knew that he could use him in a mighty way. And now today, I guarantee you that there's not a Sunday that goes by. I guarantee you there's not a Wednesday that goes by that what Paul wrote in his word isn't preached or teached. God used that man. God can use anybody if you let him. If you let him. But you know, I find this boy told me. He said that there was a preacher that, that was coming to where the jail that he was at. And he said, you know, I went and listened to him, but there for a while, I just couldn't relate to him. I couldn't relate to him. And he said, you know, the more that I went to listen to him, the more I could relate to him. The more I kept uh, going down and hearing the Word of God preach, and the more I kept studying it, the more I could relate to it. And he looked at that, and this is what the boy said. He said, I looked at the preacher, and I said, preacher, I've done a lot of wrong in my life. And I don't think at my age the Lord can save me. Brother, I'm going to tell you what, that's a sad place to be right there. When you think that you can never be saved, now I'm going to tell you, it's not true. It's not true at all. And you know what the preacher told him? The preacher said the same thing I'm preaching today. If God can use a murderer, God can use you. If God can take somebody that persecuted the church, God can use you. Thank God. And now we find on, uh, moving on down there in the Word, we find that uh, Saul, at verse number 8, and Saul arose from the earth, and when his eyes were open, he saw no man. He got blinded by this. Could you imagine? I, I think this is funny. I, I thought about this today. Here they were standing there, and there was a crowd evidently around Paul. And Paul, this light shines around Paul. And I'm sure Paul's looking up. Nobody heard the conversation. I bet they thought he was crazy. I really do. I really bet that uh, they thought that he was crazy. But he was blind. Verse number 9, and he, and he was three days without sight, and neither did eat nor drink. Now this is what I want to get into tonight. Verse number 10, And there was a certain disciple at Damascus named Ananias. And to him the Lord in a vision Ananias, and he said, Behold, I am here, Lord. 
And the Lord said unto him, Arise and go into the street, which is called Straight, and inquire in the house of Judas for one called Saul of Tarsus. For behold, he prayeth. Now look at verse number 13. Then Ananias answered, Lord, I have heard by many of this man how much evil he hath done to thy saints at Jerusalem. God told Ananias, go down there and talk to this man. And once again, as I just read, he knew. He, Paul had a reputation, amen. I mean, Saul here, Paul... He had a reputation. When he walked down the streets, you've got to understand, people knew who he was. It wasn't no secret. People knew who he was. The Christians, the believers, the people that had been born again, when he walked by, they all knew who he was. <laughs> and then Jesus wanted Ananias, a disciple, to go talk to a man that had killed everybody. Thank God for second chance. Thank God for second chances. I'm going to tell you what, God should have gave up on me a long time ago, but he never has. God should have left me a long time ago, but he never has. He never has. And you know what my Bible says? He never will. He'll be with me always, even unto the end. You know the reason that you don't feel like God's with you anymore? It, it may be because you put him on the back burner and you've let everything else in the world get in your way. It's time for us to take him off the back burner and put him up there right beside the chicken and dumplings and get ready to have a meal, amen. It's time for us to get down and thank God for a second chance. Oh, my goodness, I'm going to tell you, you just, I don't know if you comprehend it tonight, but just think about it. God gave you, Brother Ted, a second chance at life. A second chance, another chance that you could walk right, talk right, live right, thank God, but most importantly, serve a living God. And leave this old world behind. He gave me a second chance to tell. And like I said this morning, the first time I failed, ever since the Garden of Eden, when you were born into sin, you'll always be born into sin. But thank God I got a second chance. And brother, let me tell you something. When you get that second chance, you can walk and you can talk and you can hold up your hands and say God's been good to you because you know at the end of the day you should have been in a devil's hell. You know at the end of the day God should have left you. But he gave you a second chance instead. Paul said later, I am what I am because of the grace of God. I am what I am because of the grace of God. I tell you what, I would hate to see every single one of us, including myself, I'd hate to see us without the Lord Jesus Christ. I'd hate to see us without this second chance. I'm telling you what, it would be a disastrous sight. Hey man, I don't even know if I could handle it. I don't know. I, ever since I've had the Lord, I can't understand how people that don't have Him live. I don't even know how they can lay down at night and go to bed and know that at the end of the day, if they died right there, they'd know where they'd be. I don't know how they do it. And you know what? all the depression, all the anxiety, everything that's going on in the world today, it is a lack of Jesus. 
It's a lack of Jesus. You know what it is? It's these people that came. They feel like they have nobody to talk to. They feel like they have nobody that'll listen to them. They feel like they have nobody that cares for them. And you know what I find? Jesus is every bit of that. He'll care for you. He'll listen to you. It don't matter whether it's 2 o'clock in the morning. It don't matter whether it's 5 o'clock in the morning. Thank God He's right there waiting on you. And you know what? It's the same way today for the lost. There he is with his arms wide open ready for them to have a second chance at life. Brother, my Bible says, thank God so that I could have life and have it more abundantly. Brother, What? I never did realize what that means. Amen. Because you know a lot of people think, well, when you get saved, you can't do this and you can't do that. And I'm going to tell you what, but when you get saved, everything's new. Everything's right there in front of you. Thank God for that. Thank God for second chances. Second chances. But I'm going to move on. Thank God for third chances. Fourth chances. There's times since I got this second chance that I failed God and God's had me another chance waiting right there. Amen. There's been times that I failed on the third chance and He gave me a fourth chance. Brother, thank God for that. Thank God. And you know what? I was in the same boat as Paul was right here. Because see, before I was saved, if you're not right with God, you're against Him. You're either for Him or against Him. I was in the same boat as He was. You was too. You was in the same boat. Call it, you can call it whatever you want to. You can, you can put, as I say all the time, you can put your sin into all these categories and thank God you can make yourself feel good, but at the end of the day, they all equal the same thing, and that's sin. Not one greater than another. And you know what? Thank God, though, for a second chance. You know, I've, I've always come to this Scripture because I've been around people that I've had to go preach to and I knew who they were and I thought at the end of the day I'm just going to be honest with you I've been around some people went and visited some people and I knew as soon as I got there what I was going to hear and I was in this same boat I've been in this same boat where Lord I don't know I don't know but you know what they need saving too they need a second chance too and let me tell you something if you're not investing your time in them nobody else is going to Amen. Nobody else in the world understands what I'm preaching on today besides a born-again Christian. Nobody else can understand it. The world can look at this sermon that God's preaching tonight and they can look at it and study it all day long and they'll never understand what a true second chance is until they find the Lord Jesus Christ and He saves them from their sin. Look right down here at verse number 15. But the Lord said unto him, Go thy way, for he is a chosen vessel unto me to bear my name before the Gentiles and kings and the children of Israel. For I will show him how great things he must suffer for my name's sake. God will use you if you let him. If you get down and realize that you didn't deserve his second chance, it was free. If you get down and realize that this second chance you got wasn't because of your works, he can use you. But I can't ever find a place. You have to come to a special place 
where God can use a person that thinks so highly of himself. I'm going to tell you what, sometimes you have to get down to ground level with Jesus. And sometimes you've got to realize how low you really are. And I want to remind you this before I come to close. Paul thought he was doing the right thing. Amen. That don't want to be that that right there. Uh, people don't want to preach that in churches no more. Paul thought he was doing the right thing. His tradition is what led him down the path he was in. And then there come Jesus. There come Jesus. And you know what I find? Every time Paul gave his testimony, you know, Paul had the chance, and I'll put it to you like this, in the book of Acts, there's two places where Paul gave his testimony, and I, I beg you to read them, because every time he told them, it, was, it got greater and greater. The first time he said it, there in chapter number 9, there was a light. You read in chapter number 22, verse 6, there was a great light that come down. And then you read chapter number 26, and it says, The brightness of the sun. Every time that he told his story, every time he told his testimony, and the last one that he was telling it to was a king. And he said there was a... Let me look at it here so I get it right. The brightness of the sun come about me. <laughs> And you know what I thought about this evening? He could have said, the mercies of God come around me. Glory to God, isn't that good? The mercies of God come around me. Thank God for His mercy. See, I think if God was like us, if God was like us, we wouldn't be here today. But we've got a God that loves us so much. See, we'll never be able to comprehend it till we get to till we get to heaven. We'll never be able to com- even we'll never even be able to have an inkling of it till we get to heaven. We never will the love of God how it goes all over this world. And you know what I find? And let me just add this that this second chance applies to everybody. Everybody. I mean, there's nobody that's exempt from this second chance. Everybody. The vilest sinner. Amen. To the, to the greatest Christian. Amen. They've all got to go by the cross. They've all got to find a second chance. They've all got to find a place of forgiveness. They've all got to repent. And then, after all that, the after all that, the Bible still says my righteousness is nothing but filthy rags. After all that, I'll still come short to the glory of God. But that's where His mercy, that's where His long-suffering comes in. But I'm going to tell you what, there's coming a day today. Hear me out, there's coming a day today that's coming real fast, real fast, that this second chance is going to mean more to us than anything else. What do you mean, Dalton, when the Lord comes back? That second chance is going to mean everything to us. You know, I can take this to the bank 
Amen. And I can put it in there. And I know at the end of the day when I stand before God, my name is written in the Lamb's book of life. I know at the end of the day when I stand before God, the blood's been applied and I get to go to heaven. And you know what I give, who I give credit to? Jesus Christ. It's not what I've done. It's all Jesus tonight. Every single bit of it. If it wasn't for Him, they wouldn't be a second chance for us. You know, I'm winding down. If I don't stop preaching, I won't be able to talk tomorrow. <laughs> and I love to talk. Amen. I tell you what, as mother comes to the piano, let me put it to you like this. As we all stand tonight, I want you to come and thank God that he gave you a second chance at things. All that can, if we'd all stand tonight. If you would like to come pray tonight, please come pray. Thank God for second chances.